0: This season of The Wedding Digest is brought to you by Wedbooker, the only place to find and book your dream wedding venue and suppliers online. Go to wedbooker.com. Hi guys, thanks for joining us again on The Wedding Digest. I'm Lucy, your host and producer of this pod and joining me as always is the person who can answer all your wedding and events questions, wedding planner Ali. Yeah, what a crazy year it has been for our industry. We've experienced nothing like
1: this, but honestly, kudos to all of the brides and grooms and suppliers and venues who have been
0: navigating Mm. their way through this challenging time. Now with strict restrictions still in place, of course, for weddings, couples and vendors have really had to rethink how weddings are celebrated with many traditions no longer possible. That's right. We've seen the rise of micro and mini
1: weddings and elements such as of elopements, um, which we spoke about earlier in an episode in the season. So in this episode, we're going to chat about ways in which couples and vendors
0: are getting creative in COVID to ensure their day is just as special. Yeah, exactly. And focusing on what is possible rather than what isn't. And there are some amazing ideas floating out there. So if you are pushing ahead with your big day this year, we hope you find this app useful. Okay, Ali. let's start with some of the traditions which are no longer possible at weddings due to restrictions.
1: Oh yeah, God, this is like a never-ending list. So it's cutting the cake, cakes can't be on display, there's no dance floor and no boogieing, there is no singing, you can't toss the
0: bouquet. It honestly, it just feels never-ending. There are a few restrictions there, but while we may be missing out on some of the fun ways that we usually love to celebrate at weddings, particularly the dance floor, couples have started to rethink and modify their wedding and they're really getting creative what are some of the ideas that you've seen floating around yeah you're so right I mean I think
1: that brides and grooms don't want their wedding day taken away from them and everyone is getting so creative um, and there have been some amazing ideas out there I've seen a number of couples do some like interactive yeah. games so we've got like the shoe game or heads and tails I've even seen couples do table-based trivia so you get um, different different questions about the couples and every table has to answer the questions and there's a prize at the end for the table that knows the couple the
0: best. Oh, I like that idea. You're kind of making a different form of entertainment with games and stuff. Can you tell me more about the shoe game? Because I have seen this before, but I'm not really sure what it involves. Mm. So the shoe game is actually not new because of COVID. It is a game that has
1: been a wedding, I wouldn't say tradition, but it has been around in the wedding world for quite a while. It's really fun. I mean, it's something that is COVID safe with most of the restrictions we have. So you get the bride and the groom and they sit on two chairs back to back in an open space um, probably where your dancer would have been and then you take off one shoe each so you hand your shoe to your partner and he hands his shoe to you so you're then sitting on the chair back to back with his shoe in one hand and your shoe in the other and then the MC or the DJ or whoever is going to be able to host the night starts asking you questions so one of the questions might be um, who's the better cook and if you think it's you, you hold up your shoe. And if your partner thinks it's him, he holds up his shoe. So you hold up the shoe oh, that fun. you think best suits <laughs> the person, but you can't see each other and everyone else can see what's going on. And I think, you know, after a few yeah, drinks fun. and things, it's really fun. It's a really what great way to see how well you know each other and also to give the whole um, all of your guests an insight into
0: your relationship too. It is really fun. I do like those games. What are some other things that couples have been doing to create that entertainment other than a dance? Floor. Yeah, look, I think um, the dance
1: floor is a big one. So I've seen a few creative games come up where you can actually slowly get each person up onto the dance floor for a little um, spin or twirl individually. So again, whether that's based around trivia or some sort of other game, um, you can have the DJ playing and your lads have one person at a time having a boogie. So you can get everyone up, just have a quick spin one at a time. And that's really fun. And then you still sort of have that dance element there while staying within restrictions. I've okay, seen... you definitely
0: need a few champagnes before playing that game, I oh. think- Oh, well, yeah, definitely. And I don't
1: think everyone would want to do it. So definitely pick the guests wisely and maybe make it an option. <laughs> but It's a really fun way. And maybe towards the end of the night, after a few drinks, everyone's a little bit more willing.
0: Yeah, for sure. So
1: then I think with the bouquet tossed being taken out, um, I've seen people put little stars on chairs as well. Um, so maybe you give everyone who is um, single and possibly wanting to take the bouquet or gets a pink star. And then under one of the pink stars is a gold star. And that's the person that wins. So it's a nice way to still have that bouquet toss element without actually having the toss there, um, staying in restrictions. Another big one, which is so unfortunate, is the cutting of the cake. Uh, I love the cutting of the cake. I think it's such a beautiful wedding tradition. I've seen some couples that actually have a bit of a um, faux cake. So they're cutting a cake, but it's not the cake. Um, that's going to be served. So you can still stand up there for the photos um, and cut a cake and then a different cake is served to your guests. And then another really great one which I actually love um, is rather than – having a cake that you're cutting up and serving to your guests, you can create a mini dessert box that is customized to your wedding and to each guest. And at dessert time, you can drop a dessert box in front of everyone that has a piece of cut cake in there and maybe some other elements. If donuts are really you or if, you know, lollies and smarties or whatever it is, you can fill this dessert box with everything that you guys love and make it A box that just represents the two of you for each of your guests to sit down there and enjoy individually.
0: Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. And what about um, some other things that you can add to your wedding day? A photo booth is always really fun. Um, They're always an absolute
1: bang. I love a photo oh, booth. who doesn't? Like so fun. Um, Just make sure again that you've yeah. got all the social restrictions in place. Um, most of the photo booth companies um, are COVID safe. Just check they are and make sure that they have um, processes there to make sure everyone does stay safe with sanitizers and all those different elements. But also, why not add something to your day? Like why not add a huge fireworks display at the end? Add that real sparkle and that wow factor. If you can't have that dance floor sparkly moment, then let's have actual sparkles with fireworks. Oh my God. I love that. In the last sort of six or 12 months, I think I've seen more fireworks at weddings than I have seen in my career over the last 10 years. So, I mean, I might
0: call it fireworks might be a thing for 2021. Yeah. I love fireworks. I mean, who doesn't? I I would hundred percent be opting for fireworks. So good. You mentioned before, while we can't have a dance floor, there are some other really cool things that you can do to entertain your guests, including the games that we've just talked through. But in, in the way of entertainment, there are some other options as well. What are some of those? Yeah. So I think with your first dance, you can still have a first dance with the two of you. So um, don't
1: lose that moment if you don't want to. And why not make it a whole thing? I mean, if your partner's up for it, of course, because many guys aren't, make it a full performance. Like rather than just doing the really slow dance or maybe start with a slow dance and then break into like some hip hop or some choreographed you know, amazing moment, like really make that first dance a wow factor and let that be the dance floor for everyone. I absolutely love that idea. And yeah. if you've got the time and if your partner is willing, like so much fun. And then I also think with music still being such an important part of the day, don't think just because you don't have a dance floor, that you can't still have bands or other entertainers there to entertain your guests. You can definitely still have, you know, a band or a DJ or, you know, you can add an orchestra or a choir or a different sort of music in there that isn't necessarily going to push people into wanting to be on a dance floor. I do feel like if we can't have a dance floor, then let's not put on too much dance floor style music because then people just want to get up and dance and they can't. So try and lean towards entertainment from a musical perspective that is beautiful and entertaining like an orchestra or like a live band, but isn't going to want to make
0: people get up and boogie. I think that is such a good idea. And, and you know, if we look at the positives here, which is obviously what we're trying to do, uh, it does open your options of the type of performances that you can have. Mm. You, may, you may love the sound of a, of a choir or an orchestra, but in the usual normal in inverted comments climate, uh, you wouldn't opt for an orchestra because you want you want to ensure that you have a dance floor going but without the pressure of, of having to have a dance floor you can really explore other um as you say amazing musical options out there and really mm. put it on as as more of a form of entertainment for your guests yeah Definitely. Like I'm envisioning
1: now an orchestra or a choir and then like an amazing lead singer just like cracking out and coming out of nowhere and all your guests going, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like Mm -hmm. a real head turner. (laughs) Um, I think also like guitar singers, um, they're at most weddings normally anyway, and there's absolutely no reason you can't have one, especially at your ceremony. Um, I think there's such a beautiful element. And as I mentioned, a DJ. Yeah. You are gonna have a DJ then you still have them there and just ask them to play a little bit more of like a dinner set rather than, you know, a dance floor set, just to really set the mood for your celebration rather than, as I said, making people feel like they want to dance, but they can't.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then there's also options uh, where you can think outside the box as well. So you don't have to, I mean, obviously you'd still want some sort of musical entertainment, mm. but you can also think of other performers as well. Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, if you want to get
0: really creative,
1: then you can do little skits or like have some hula hoop performances there. I've actually seen a few weddings have comedians at the wedding. And I tell you what, it's so much fun. People are in their chairs laughing and having the best time. So think from an entertainment perspective in this new era of weddings we're looking at, you can actually think, as you said, outside the box of just musical entertainment and into other forms of entertainment like those comedians. Um, I mean, you might be lucky and have one friend who's just absolutely hilarious and they can be an MC and almost a comedian at the same time. Time, If not, do some some research. There are actually some amazing comedians out there that are really appropriate for weddings um, and you can brief them on what you like and what you don't. They can put some personal jokes in there that are relevant to
0: the two of you. And I tell you what, your guests will be absolutely blown away. And you know what? Having a different sort of performance at your wedding really sets it apart from other weddings. Mm -hmm. Given that you can't have a traditional wedding as we know it because of these restrictions, you may as well make it stand out for positive reasons by adding these other elements that people aren't expecting. Yeah, definitely. And I think the last thing as well, um, something that people are considering
1: or I'm I'm seeing a lot more couples lean towards at the moment is rather than having a nighttime wedding, um, people are moving towards lunchtime weddings. I think just because that nighttime wedding really does lean to that party vibe, and I'm not saying a lunchtime wedding can't be, but it leans you towards going into the area where you've got those restrictions, you're going to really feel them. Whereas if you're having a lunchtime one yeah. you can have the longest, booziest lunch. You've got endless daylight, which means you can just catch mm. up with everyone. You can have amazing chill tunes happening in the background. I'm picturing the sun beaming down on you and there's cocktails in hand. People aren't as likely to want to um, get up and dance and mingle in that way. Rather than feeling like you're being restricted because of coronavirus, people are just going to have the best time at this long, lunch. Like, I just think it is such a great idea. And then I think my last one, and this I must say personal favorite. Um, I saw one couple about two months ago that actually served Corona's as the first drink on arrival. And I just thought it was the funniest way to cheers to like <laughs> a new norm. They'll almost been like... We know that this thing is here. We don't need to talk about it. Let's have a Corona and take a cheers. And there were heaps of photos taken with the Coronas. And it's <laughs> like, uh, it's here, but we don't care. We're still going to have fun. So, you know, add a Corona in there. <laughs> I mean, if you can't beat it, you may as well join exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay now as we spoke about just earlier um a lot of people are choosing to because of these restrictions a lot of people are choosing to downsize to a micro or a mini wedding even eloping, reducing guest numbers so by reducing your guest numbers it does mean you have more budget to splurge on other things like entertainment which we just covered but also styling food and drinks i mean maybe you do opt for french champagne now that you have 50 guests instead of 200 Guests. So there's definitely some benefits from downsizing to a micro or a mini wedding. Yeah,
1: you are so right. And I think budget is definitely one of them. If you have been lucky enough not to be financially affected by um, what's going on right now and you still have that same wedding budget and you want to look at different ways to use it, uh, you can really go for some lavish styling. You can make this just some flower installs like nothing else. Use some fairy lights. As you said, add the French champagne because why not? You've got half the number of guests so you can now afford that. So, there are some really nice ways Mm -hmm. that you can use that budget to Sort of uplift your wedding into this whole new level um, that maybe you pre- previously couldn't have because you did have more people coming. Um, I am seeing, as I said, more people opt for mm. intimate lunch and you can have just the best food and the best drinks. Um, I've seen some couples actually do both, um, which is a really cool idea. So you can have almost like two sittings. So you can have your family and friends or maybe just your family for lunch and then follow on for a second celebration with dinner with all your friends. That also means you can wear two different dresses. Oh, I, I, love, I love this idea. A day. So, I mean, there are definitely benefits to that
0: one. Yeah, I actually really like the idea of having two um, sittings in the one day. So two separate celebrations. Uh, it also means that by reducing your numbers for both of those sittings, you still obviously have, well, most of the people, uh, if not all the people that you want there on the day. But you, you get to spend a portion of the day with each and therefore more time to spend with everyone that's there. Whereas if you had, you know, say 100 people at the same time, it is harder to get around to people.
1: And it's, I think it's the only way that you can actually get around having that many people at your wedding day um, with the restrictions. You're still following all the rules. You still have a certain amount of people for one and then you do a full clean up and make sure that your whole crew is there to make sure everything is sanitized and everything is um, as it should be before your next set of groups come through. And in that middle moment between like the changeover of guests, you and your husband or you and your partner can sit down together and have you know an amazing hour, or hour and a half, just the two of you chatting over things. Or you can go and have some more photos taken as well. So it gives you a breather and that really valuable time together On your wedding day as well. I love the idea.
0: I I love this idea as well. And if you aren't deciding to go down the, you know, two separate sittings, uh, other couples are also choosing to do um, marry now and party later. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're still able to get their family and friends involved, particularly those people that are in interstate or overseas. By live streaming their ceremony to share with those people that can't make it, and also then creating a beautiful video to share with their uh, would have been guests as well. Yeah,
1: I think this has probably been the most popular option that we've seen. And I'm sure most of the um, couples to be or anyone listening right now has heard of this, and it just works so well. So you can still get married right now. Um, Obviously, you've been engaged for a while and you've been planning this and you've been dreaming of this. So you can still have that moment right now, whether it be just the two of you or if it's in a really intimate setting or or if you just have a few friends there, whatever that looks like, and then a year's time on your wedding anniversary, um, or you know year and a half, whatever you are comfortable with, you can have a huge party with everyone and celebrate. Your, your wedding that was um, and your life together.
0: Despite the restrictions and despite what coronavirus has thrown at couples and also suppliers and venues and the wedding industry itself, there are definitely some ways you can still have a beautiful, incredible wedding day with your loved ones as well. And you just need to get a little bit creative, but hopefully what we've just talked through has given you some inspiration if you are still choosing to um, to tie the knot with the restrictions. regardless. It has been so inspiring to watch all of the beautiful couples out
1: there create spectacular wedding days with the restrictions that are in place and just to see that love really does prevail. And in the end, if you want to get married and and this is your year, you can still do it. And honestly, it will still be the best time. So thank you to everyone who is sharing as well. We just love seeing your beautiful days Mm. come to life. Absolutely.
0: We do. Thanks so much, Ali. Thanks, Luce. Are you looking for your wedding venue and suppliers? Do you want to have all your wedmin in one place? Need some convenient support from Ali, our wedding planning expert? Well, Wedbooker is your go-to, the only place to plan and book your wedding online. Visit wedbooker.com. Ask Ali. Okay, Ali, I've got a couple of questions for you from Brian Stubby, who have sent us a DM on Instagram. First one is from Kirsty, who's in Coffs Harbour. She says, her maid of honour is stuck in the UK and won't make her wedding day in December. How can I still include her? Oh, Kirsty,
1: this <sighs> is so hard and I really feel for you. Um, I think like FaceTime her in for sure, but I'm sure you already thought of that. Then maybe mm. even send her like a little wedding package that she can't open until the wedding day. And in there, you could put like a ceremony section and a reception section. So, In the ceremony section, she might have a little champagne that she can enjoy with you all after the ceremony. Um, I would definitely ask her to still put her dress on or put a dress on um, so she feels like she's a part of the day. And then you can even ask her maybe to either send you in a speech that you can play on your wedding day if your venue's got a big screen um, or something you can play it through. Great idea. Or if she's happy to live stream. You can even have her come in and live stream on the wedding day, which I just think would be so special. And look, hey, I've actually even seen one couple, and this might not be your style, but just in case, have actually taken <laughs> life-size cardboard cutouts of their friends that couldn't be there with them on the wedding day. So it kind of looked like they were there in photos, but hey, that, that's totally up to you. <laughs>
0: that's cute. <laughs> I actually really like the idea of them live streaming. And just make sure if you are going down that path that you do have like a, a tech-savvy person on site so you don't keep your guests waiting and and have to spend half the time like making sure the technology mm-hmm. works. You want. Someone who's there to set it up, who can get it going straight away. But love so that idea. Perfect. Thanks, Sally. Okay, our second question is from Nikki. Now she is based in Adelaide. She says her fiance is totally switched off to the planning process. How do I get him more involved and excited? Isn't this most men in the wedding planning process? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I wouldn't be putting too much pressure on him if he's really happy for you to take the reins and for you to chase your vision. Uh, I just keep him in the loop with the big decisions and maybe give him a job that he will really like or that he will really own. Guys tend to really like the idea of the bands or the entertainment. So, say to him, um, can you have a look at some different bands or do some research out there and um, see what's available? Um, Maybe you even ask him to choose all the booze. So, he decides what alcohol you have on the day or he organizes the recovery. So, I just would find some jobs that aren't going to be so tedious to him and something he's actually going to enjoy and give him maybe one or two responsibilities so he feels like he owns something and you also feel like he's contributing in some way.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of particularly picking something that he would be interested in doing because let's face it, a a lot of guys and some girls too just have no idea even where to start. It's overwhelming. And they also might think that it's something that you want to plan and you want to take charge of. But I do agree with Nikki. It is always nice to ensure that your partner is still interested, even if they're not that involved. We're happy to do most of the planning. <laughs> okay. We just want them to be excited with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you give them something to get excited about, then that will certainly help. And as I mentioned before, if you do have a question for Ali, just send us a DM on Instagram at Wedbooker and we'll make sure we fit to your question on our next episode. Well, we hope you found this episode useful, guys. If you have tied the knot this year or have modified your wedding in some way to ensure that you're keeping to the restrictions, we would love to hear the creative ways you have done this so we can share this with our other brides and grooms. You can get in touch by shooting us a DM at wedbooker on the gram or head to wedbooker.com. Next week, we catch up with another incredible bride-to-be and business owner who has her own tips to share as well. Oh, I cannot wait. Chat to you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to The the wedding digest make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes and if you love what you hear feel free to leave us a review if you want to find out more about any of our featured guests or suppliers mentioned just head to wedbooker.com you'll find a detailed blog post on each episode